Hey everyone, welcome to Inside Northumbria, a series of podcasts giving you a chance to hear how we do things the Northumbria way. Hello and welcome to Inside the Emergency Department. This is James McFedrich, consultant in emergency medicine. And I was counting up, we're over 25 of these podcasts now, so uh, it's really good to be able to talk to different people in the department who work with us uh, as staff or come into the department. So today we've got someone who feels to me like they're a permanent feature of the staff, uh, Heidi Atienza. Welcome. Hello, Dr. James. Uh. Hello, everyone. (laughs) So thanks for joining us today. Like I say, it does feel like you have being with us a long time. When did you start? Yeah, um, I've been on the trust since 2009. Okay. And I've been working permanent uh, flexi on A&E as mm. well for a year. And then I get a contract 2011 something. Okay. And then until now, I'm still in A&E. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Definitely part of the yes. furniture in yes. a good way. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tell us a bit about what your role is in the department and, uh, and what sort of what the things that you like about the emergency department. I came in England in 2004 hmm. and I graduated as a midwife. Okay. And well, I apply uh, here as a healthcare assistant um, and yeah, and so my role is a clinical assistant uh, in A and E now. So. From my perspective, I see you guys and your, your healthcare assistant colleagues as the real linchpin because I never know where anything is. I don't know how to do dressings. Um, it, you're the real sort of machinery that keeps the department going, in my yeah. opinion. So all the way through the, the 10 years that you've been in the emergency department, you've been progressing and, and yes. getting new skills. Yeah, yeah. I've been offered for doing some schooling, but it's really hard to get a time management, especially we've got no family here in UK. I have four children and my husband was a permanent uh, qualified nurse. Good, okay. And one of the reasons that uh, I was really keen to talk to you, yes. uh, this all started well nearly a year ago yeah. when you signed up to do a skydive. Yes. Tell us a bit about that and the reasons why you did that. Well, behind the skydiving, to be honest with you, I am 46 years old. And everyone says, are you nuts? Are you doing <laughs> skydiving? So behind that is, I was depressed. I'm suffering depression. Mm-hmm. And that time after i been assaulted in a mm. my self-confidence is absolutely down. And I don't think I can face a It's not me at all. So I was thinking that I need to get back on my feet. I have to do something like shock me to increase my <laughs> my confidence. And, yeah, you know, do something really extreme, extreme to prove to yourself. Yes, yeah. and also inspired a lot of people as mm. well and help for a mental health UK. So it's doing it for the mental health UK as well, the, the skydiving. Mm. So I'm so uh, blessed, lucky because everyone supported me in A&E, mm. my friends, colleagues, um, yeah, sponsorship. So you have this idea to do something quite to do extreme something. to pull yourself out of this patch that you're going through. Yes. How come a, a skydive? I mean, I am really scared of heights. So yeah. even the thought of looking out of a plane. Yeah, that's why I said, I'm a fighter and I always like, I love a and I always, I never ever get fright. 
and A and E. If I see some odd people and come yeah. to A and E, and you know, but I think my job is every time I approach the patient, I feel not comfortable anymore. Mm. So I lost my confidence mm. since then, and I says I need to do something on myself. Yeah. So that's why I decided to. So you decide to do this. Did you have any regrets when you're going oh, up in no. the plane? It's really exciting. I was uh, actually um, one of the doctor in Amy is doing the skydiving. So he's totally convincing me. Go on, you you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> I says, I know. Even my husband as well. But he's very supportive. I say, Are you sure? Yes, I will. I'll go. Initially, it's ten thousand feet. I increased to 15,000 feet when I get there. And I'm only female and all of them is all men in yeah. the plane. So, yeah, so it's really, really, I get a video. I don't even, I can't even scream. I just <laughs> smile when I jump on the plane, to be wow. honest. So when I see the video, what I close my eyes. So I thought I'm just rolling on the air, but it's not. I just totally like smooth, <laughs> jump, yeah. smiley all the way down. Yeah. And I experienced to drive the parachute okay. as well. Okay. Yeah, it's a very exciting moment. It's it's amazing feeling that, you know, you're in sky. It's amazing. And I feel I'm, I'm new. I'm a new woman. So you, you <laughs> got out of it what you wanted to kind yes. of feel that you, yes, you've broken through. Yes, I feel like I'm, I just want to inspire everyone as well that if I can do it, you everyone can do it so yeah after that i received the bad news about mm. my family that my brothers is die mm. and for covid yeah and i never know, knew that my brother is ill at the time and oh, right. i was so shocked so and absolutely it's totally turned my world down yeah. and it's really heartbreaking at the same time my other sister that she's pregnant six mm. months pregnant is also poorly fighting for her life so it's you know it's everything like i already lift myself lift up myself and then it's zero yeah and, you know back to zero uh, yeah it's just really it's a horror yeah. you know it's very awful so you go through this horrific time through the year yes, yes. of being assaulted at work yeah and losing your confidence at work trying to bring yourself up by doing this amazing thing with the skydive and then everything comes yeah, crashing down again like, to be honest with you i don't know what what to do that time um i'm trying to stand myself it's hard i can't do anything because hmm. i'm here and it's a thousand thousand miles away from them i can't do anything i feel like i'm really hopeless you know, and I message all our our colleagues, friends, doctors, mm. help me. What I'm gonna do? It is right. You know, they when they're on hospital, when they're during the hospital. Honestly, it's just like it's a nightmare. Mm. I never sleep. I video my sister mm-hmm. that time that she was in the hospital, and then be still grieving for my brother so i'm trying to make my sister strong mm. make her a fire for her life and she said to me sis please come home i says it's not really easy mm. because i especially it's financial and 
work and I have family here, kids in school and mm. you can't live it just you know but I really wanted to go back home straight away mm. so I am so lucky uh, because I have my amazing colleagues help me uh, for financial when you're in this really difficult place you, yeah there start to be things from my perspective that are yeah. sort of Facebook obviously directly from you hearing uh, all the awful things that are happening yeah. but then there starts to be other things going on on Facebook and on Teams with all our colleagues just yeah. saying not wanting to talk in great detail but just to say that you're going through a difficult patch and just yeah. saying you know if anyone can help out and then yeah. this it seemed this germ of an idea and I don't know quite where it came from to you know let's try and get Heidi back home yeah um, <laughs> and then it absolutely snowballed from there didn't yes. it yes yeah, um, it's amazing. I didn't really, I mean, expect that, you know, from all my colleagues, doctors, nurses, everyone, like, I didn't expect so much love and help, mm. you know. Dr. Jackie mm. Gregson also, like, she set up the just giving page mm. for me. And I got help from all, like, Filipino community yeah, and here as well Newcastle around the UK also from other country as well right. and my sister Singapore yeah. yeah Australia and it just to me it just was really indicative of how yeah. well we can work as a, as a team and it, it gave that real sort of personal aspect of COVID because we'd all worked through it yeah. uh, in various ways and we'd had that slight professional yeah. sort of distancing from what we were seeing yeah. for us to be able to get through it what seemed to work really well is that people really wanted to work with you and, and, and help you in any way we could and it, it suddenly became that much more personal yeah. and it was just lovely that people could could help in whichever way they could because obviously not everyone was able to give money or anything yes. but just that support that yeah. I could see was must have been a huge support to you oh, in that it's, time it's it's absolutely huge help for me and for my family for hospital expenses living expenses during that time this is my opportunity to express my Gratitude to everyone um, and the trust, Sergi Maki, uh, sending me a flowers letter and, mm. you know, and everyone and the trust, to be honest, and they're really amazing, really thankful. Yeah. I'm so lucky I'm, I'm here. And, and how are you doing now, now you've sort of been back at work for a bit? Went back to Philippines in November. And I came back here on, I think, earlier in March. So I spent my time with my parents because they really struggle a lot. And too bad my sister is not, not able to go home that time. Because the COVID is in Singapore is really, really high. It's like lockdown. Right. And that time in, I was in the Philippines is also lockdown. Okay. I have to quarantine for five days in a hotel before okay. I go to reach my own place and it's heartbreaking when I left and I choose myself to come back straight away because it's not safe for me 
just being alone at home, thinking too much because I'm fighting for my depression. I'm fighting for everything, you know. I got some help. I got counseling. I got friends talk to me as well. But it's it's different. And I'm thankful because I work in a and and I see patients what they go through, what happened to them. And I don't want to be like that. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just like feeling that I can't, I can't be like that. I can't be like a family here. And I just want to... I just want to be strong again, you know. Mm. I want to help myself. So I I decided to come back. It's hard because day by day during work I cry. I go in a room, just let it out, then come out, just pretending I'm okay. Because mm. I don't like, you know, I'm affected them, showing them that I'm I'm suffering. But I'm until now. I'm still, but I'm trying my best. Yeah, you know, I know it's it's really hard, but I'm that's all I can say. I'm trying my best, and it's it's nearly one year that they gone, but it's still like fresh. It's still fresh yeah, for me. Yeah, still like I feel like it's still I kind of accept that they gone, and I'm going back home again next month okay. to see them, to see my parents, and hopefully help. For them as well and help for myself so i guess where you are now it's still obviously very raw as, as you said but you're taking each day as it comes it sounds like the experiences that you've been through really helping you grow as a person and, and, and probably more empathetic with the the patients that we see yes and, and for staff in well not anyone has been through the situation you've been through but, yes. but, but people with their own, with their own problems yeah, problems and, i know how they suffer I know how they really, really hurt. It's a heartbreaking every time I see them like that. Young, elderly. I'm thinking, I don't want to be like them. You know, I think I'm, I need to build myself up again. I know it takes time, but it's it's only myself. I can, you know, I can help. So. Well, you know, you're, you're a real inspiration to everyone. I know how you sort of feel how this sort of is we're still affecting your day-to-day yeah. work but you know to see what you've been through and that determination to still be doing your work as as, as best as you can um yes. and so making allowances for what you're going through but yeah. still being a fantastic member of the team is, is so great much. to see and um and certainly for today thank you so much for sharing your story because it's you. it's not easy to yeah. come here and and survey us all to everyone but it's yeah. like i said it's, it's a genuine it's, inspiration yeah, to to hear what you've got to say oh, yeah. thank you once again for sharing everything thank uh you. with us today and uh thank you for listening for anyone in the department who uh has uh, concerns about their mental health we do have the um mental uh, health and well-being group that are always there to support people if you need uh, that support or just need a cup of tea and a chat with anyone so thank you once again thank you so much james thank you for having me